0: one of you this morning, I have a very strong message in my heart for you, and I don't know how strong it will be in my mouth. My mouth is soft, rather. Amen. But I would like for you to pay a serious attention to what God would have us to note. It's a message that I've been seriously reflecting on for a long period of time, um, but I felt I should just give you Uh, just today as the Spirit of the Lord will give us grace uh, because um, many people have been engaged in many things that they have taught Um, we are fighting or we are fighting against Satan against demons against that I have nothing against that. The Bible declares that we are in a battle like that. But what I observe is that for whatever reason because of lack of knowledge Satan has managed to shift the matter and where Christian people have engaged themselves in so-called battle with Satan is no area. And it is disturbing. And so I pray this morning that a clear understanding will come to you and you will know what Satan is interested in your life. There is a particular area he is quite interested in. And that's not what you have been thinking. And you will see that all throughout the people he tempted His main focus was to get them shifted from that. It has always been the style. So some of us who have been too busy with our money, our property, our this and that, those things don't matter. Satan can let you say, have it. I won't do anything. But the most crucial thing is what he will always touch on. And so I want you to be Alert for this short time that we have, so you can understand few things and be very careful. And so we'll be speaking on the subject to deceive you to another Christ is Satan's main aim. Amen. Is the aiming also very expensive. Hallelujah. Probably I was too fast with my title. To deceive you to another Christ is Satan's main agenda or main aim. That is all. And most believers don't know that. Most believers think that uh, it's my money. The money you will die and leave it behind. It's my property. We are not taking property nowhere. It is my this, it's my that. It's not, it's not, those are not relevant things at all. But if he can only get you into accepting religion more than faith in the Son of God. And many people go to church but they serve in the spirit of religion. Not in the faith of the Son of God. And so he is very much interested in that end. This is a subject that probably can take us about a whole month. But let's see how God will bring us understanding on this issue. To deceive you to another Christ is Satan's main aim or agenda. Quickly read with me. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1 to 4. 2 Corinthians 11, verse 1 to 4. The Bible says, Oh, that you would bear with me in a little fully. And indeed you do bear. For I am jealous for you with godly jealousy, for I have betrothed you to one husband, that I may present you a chaste virgin to Christ. Somebody say a big amen. But I fear lest somehow, as the serpent deceive Eve by his craftiness. So your mind be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. Verse 4. For if he who comes preaches another Jesus, whom we have not preached, or if you receive a different spirit, which you have not received, or a different gospel which you have not accepted, you may well put up with it. Amen. This is a very, very deep, intense scripture. And I'm not sure how far we will go with it. But I would like for you to read this from Good News. And everybody listen to Auntie Grace, as she reads this, is so important. The body of Christ, I'm, I'm being honest with you, by the grace of the Lord, and I sit down and I reflect, and I see the way the body of Christ is going. It is, it, it is so disturbing. And I want you to pay attention. Satan is not after your money. What is money? He wants to shift you from focusing on Jesus. That is why today in our churches, there are different Jesus we preach, not the one in the Bible. And I will explain to you. Would you read from the Good News, 2 Corinthians 11, 1-4 please.
1: 2 Corinthians 11, 1-4, I wish you would tolerate me, even when I am a bit foolish. Yeah. Please do. I am jealous for you, just as God is. You are like a pure virgin whom I have promised in marriage to one man only, Christ himself. I am afraid that your minds will be corrupted, and that you will abandon your full and pure devotion to Christ. In the same way that Eve was deceived by the snake's clever lies. Verse 4. For you gladly tolerate anyone who comes to you and preaches a different Jesus, not the one we preached. And you accept a spirit and a gospel completely different from this and the gospel you received from us. Amen. Amen.
0: Listen. Why would a man start a strong message with such with such opening? Oh see when things are put in the Bible they carry weight. Oh he is he was in a state of shock. When Paul was preaching, this Jesus who died and resurrected. This morning, Pastor Pom spoke about it in the first service. He died and resurrected in showing that there is no one except him. Hallelujah. When Paul was preaching him, there were some of the congregation members who were tired of, it, of him. They didn't want to hear. We want to hear something else. We are not interested. We are interested in miracles. Thank God that my Jesus works miracles. We are not interested in righteousness. We are not interested in holiness. We are not. They were tired. So the man said, Oh, you put up. If you think I'm being foolish, you just put up with me by listening. That's the passion with which Paul was speaking. As if it's a burden in our day to preach this Jesus. May I tell you, after listening to so many people on the radio wherever I pass, I have come to see that. Many Jesus are being preached. Not the one who died and resurrected. And that's why we are living in sin and misbehaving. Hallelujah. So don't be tired. In fact, for some of us, it's going to get worse. We have nothing to preach except him who died and resurrected. Oh, you just put up with me. That's how he started it. For he goes further to say, Indeed, you do bear with me. Thank God for many people who are bearing with us in this presentation of our Jesus. And as I have said many years And I will never stop until the day of the Lord or until he calls me home. The only message I have is him who died on the cross and resurrected. But those of you who are comfortable, stay with it. He goes on in the verse 2, he says that, For I am jealous of you with godly jealousy. For I have betrothed to you one husband. Listen to this. You know, what are you in church for? To get something, to add to something and to do something? I used to hear something the Asante boys used to say. Ye pe bibi, so bibiso, ako ye bibi. We are looking for something to add to something to to do something. (laughs) We haven't come to church. Neither have we come to the faith to look for something, to add to something, and to do something. We have come to the faith only for one man. His name is Jesus Christ. For the Bible says, without him no man shall see the Lord. A man said... I have given only one man. You see, if you don't know in life, it is today that the intelligence and the foolishness of the world is making it strange. When they say you have been betrothed to somebody, you have been given to somebody to marry, you have strangled your right. Your right is in that person. Women don't want to hear that, but it is the truth. All the women will say amen for me. That's why you see, you you, you, you didn't say amen. No, this is the truth. The Bible says that man was not made for a woman, but a woman was made for the man. That one there, you can say amen. Ah, But there are many women here more than the men, but I'm not hearing the amen. Why? Are you offended? I want to hear the woman say amen. amen. Hallelujah. No, we just have to accept Scripture and understand the way it works. You know, that's why the Bible says that if you're a young lady and you want to offer something great to God and you are under the authority of your father, in the house, you are not married. If you want to go and do something, even to God, the Bible acknowledges that you have to tell your father and your father has to sanction it before your gift will be accepted by God. Most believers don't know that. Now when you move away from your father's house and you get married to your husband, you still don't become any wonderful person. If you want to, you cannot be a great prophetess without your husband approving that. So if you want to do something and your husband disagrees, be humble and stay. You are not very happy with these type of things. But I'm not preaching because I want you to be happy. So somebody say a big amen anyway. Okay, if the woman will not say it, I know the man will help me. Men, hallelujah. Ah, you see, their voice is louder. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now it's, it's, there are some basic principles. That doesn't also mean that the man lord it over the woman. Any man who lords it and says that I'm the chief and decent, and that he too, you know he needs an examination up. You have to rather love the woman like your own body. So that it works out nicely. Amen and amen. No, we are not in a marriage counseling. So let me go back to what I was saying. Now see what a scripture is saying. I am jealous for you with godly jealousy. For I have betrothed you to one husband. Every believer has been given to only one man. And that man is Jesus Christ. Anything that we are doing in the church, that does not promote Jesus. We are far from him. Today you are not saying amen. I will not ask you for amen again. Since you are not very willing, generous, excellent, I will continue With my preaching. That I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. Now, this is a very serious statement. Do you know what it means when he says that you've been engaged to this Jesus? And I want to make sure that in my bringing you up and preparing you, i prepare you to be so spotless chase means spotless blameless and do you know this this is where i get very very worried about today's believers any believer who is guys can you control this very well today any believer who is not chase If if he is not comfortable, you want me to use a hand one, it's all right. Any believer who is not chaste would certainly have a big problem. Okay. Thank you. All right. Any believer. Okay. Thank you. Any believer who is not chaste will have a big problem. Because when the bridegroom comes, he will not accept you. Hallelujah. It was only one time in my life that I heard, it's normally not common, but today, and that was not even too long a young couple. They don't belong to this church, but okay. Even if they were belonging, I would say it. If they were here. Three days to the engagement, a gentleman was driving with a young lady. They've gone to buy things. And then they. He didn't have a car, she had a car, went to her house, it was so late so she said you can take the car home and bring it tomorrow and forgot her phone. So on the way the phone was ringing and he took it. Now before then the so called WhatsApp was WhatsApping. And Papa, can you imagine that the WhatsApp was carrying such a message as, Okay, we will do it for the last time. And then we'll see how it goes after. So this man was driving, driving and the phone finally, he picked up and realized that the girl said, I have left my phone. Would you please bring it? But they insisted on bringing it. I said, My friend, you know I'm tired. I, I will bring it. So he said, I won't bring it. Tomorrow I'll bring it to you. But then when he got home, he became anxious to check. And the WhatsApp was fantastic. There was a full WhatsApp. Today, relax. So me, I'm going to preach school like this. So if you think you want to go home, you can get up and go. Because I need to get this knowledge of Jesus into you. Somebody start a big amen. So he got there, and then he took the WhatsApp. And for two years, WhatsApp had everything inside and so the following day, the boy was so devastated, and said, let's meet. I'm speaking on, I have betrothed you to another husband. I'm speaking on that, and for you to understand, that's why I'm bringing this matter up. So this, uh, they met, and he said, for the sake of this, let me use, no, I won't use this name, so that I'm not in trouble. Okay, I will use Etel. So they met, and the young man to be said, Etel. Etel is a phone, eh? What is this? said she, crying. I'm sorry. I know this, that, that. And the boy said, said, I promise you, I have repented. I really don't know what I would have done anyway. So the boy changed his mind. And they proceeded. The thing became so tough. After they had married There are things my mouth cannot say, my mouth is too small. In the course of life, it was tough, until finally there was a break. One time I had a chance of meeting both of them, and then I met with a boy. Of course, with this kind of devastating, he was never justified, but with this kind of devastation, one day they were talking about something and then he just slapped a woman. So, it became a big case for hey, she's beating me, she's beating me. If it is not Christ, I would have said you needed more beating than that. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. And so when we met, the only thing she could emphasize one was beating, beating, beating. She said, Rev. Rev. Those were the boys sisters, were Rev. When I'm even with my own wife and we are actioning, she's on phone, what's happening? I said, has the generation come to this end? So when you have been betrothed to Christ, You should understand what it means. Apostles said, I betrothed you to Christ. You are covered, engaged. You don't have a right to your life anymore. If you call yourself a believer, may I tell you, you don't have a right to your life anymore. But you have a right to the one you have been betrayed to. Hallelujah. And the reason is to present you, chase to Him. I look at this scripture and the Holy Ghost tells so many things to me. In the verse 3, the Bible says that, But I fear, and I tell you, I have been so afraid for church, including some church members. Most of us have been given to Christ, but we are not. We, the Christ is too far away. Our coming to church and our service to God has nothing to do with Christ at all. It has not, absolutely nothing. You, we just we are in church today. Many people are in church because of something else, not Jesus Christ, because they don't understand what it means. They do not know what it means to be a Christian. They don't. That's why you can have people in the church, they can booze. They have not been converted. They can lie. They have not been converted. They can cheat. They have not been converted. And yet, when you tell them, they will say, who dare you talk to me like that. Wait until the day comes. Now, my main message is from here. This one. If you have a good eyes, read this scripture for me. One, two. Satan was very busy working on Eve. What was the, his busy schedule about? That he will get Eve to be shifted from the living God onto something else. And that is what many Christians don't know. Many Christians are engaged in spiritual warfare, and when they finish with the spiritual warfare, they go and do all kinds of foolish warfare. If Satan can get a man shifted completely from focusing on Jesus, from focusing on the living God, his aim is achieved. He he doesn't mind if he can live in millions. He doesn't mind. You are the one who is concerned about you know my money, my this and Satan. Today I bind you. I cover you with the blood. The slightest thing with people's money. Hey, my money. I cover it with the blood. The blood is too expensive for your money, foolish money. The blood sanctifies. The blood makes. The blood presents us. Chase before God, the blood washes things away, the blood makes us overcome Satan, the blood heals, the blood can do all things. And today we talk so loosely, we sanctify the money with the blood, that kind of prayer I don't like. I'm telling you things that I don't like. First of all, we ask you to come and pray for the offering. And then you come and say, Lord, we sanctify the money with your blood. What kind of prayer is that? Where did you see it in the Bible? The blood deals with the sin of man. The blood makes you overcomer. The blood makes you presentable before God. The blood, when he sees the blood, he will pass. Today, all kinds of jargon is what we are following because we don't know the scripture. So don't start mentioning the blood of Jesus by heart, by heart. Hallelujah. Who teaches this truth on the radio? This is not the matter. The blood of Jesus, if you understood what it meant, You will not be joking with it as people are joking with it. I sanctify my car by the blood. What is your car? The engine can collapse. But when the blood sanctifies you, you will. You know, there are things that we pick up from all kinds of people who have no encounter with Jesus and we follow it religiously. Listen to me. The craftiness of Satan is not the workings of what you think he is. The workings of Satan in craftiness is to make sure that you will feel very good as a religious somebody and you are too far away from God. That's how he does. Even Jesus himself, God, when he met him, you know what he was trying to do? He was trying to shift focus of the Lord Jesus from the Father. Even that when you study the temptation of Jesus in Matthew chapter 4, 1 to 11. Even that when you sit down and you look into it, Satan had only one aim. That Jesus himself will be shifted from the Father. Today, we are too concerned about the the, the this, the that, the Hodei's this. I don't even know the names. I don't want to study them. There's only one name I'm interested in. The name Jesus. Jesus. Now, but I fear lest somehow as the serpent deceive Eve by his craftiness so your minds may be corrupted from the simplicity that is in Christ. You know something? If a man shall take Jesus, every man shall live by simple faith in the Son of God. If you will just concentrate on Him, that I may know Him, that I may do His will, that I may love Him, that I may just please Him. That in itself is the hard work. Even as I'm speaking now with unction, I know I'm anointed speaking this morning, Somebody's mind is somewhere else. With all of these things, oh, the first thing is thinking about something that if the Lord were to open our eyes to see, say, ah, bye. Ah. I love Jesus. You know, whenever you are praying for me as your pastor, just say that, Lord, this man, he loves you. He wants to know you. So you show yourself to him it will be enough. Hallelujah. Now, so your mind may be corrupted from the simplicity. That is the very Serious statement that your mind, not your spirit, he will, he will distort your mind. He will, he will make sure that your mind is shifted off completely from the simplicity of the gospel that presents Jesus as the Son of God, as the way, the truth, and the life. He will corrupt you from that thing. And when he had done that, until grace will read the verse 4. And good news. Listen to this. Do you know that there are many people now who are in church? Many and millions of people who are in church. But they don't know the Lord of the church. They go to church and they don't know the reason why they are in the church. They are in the church for society, they are in the church for funerals, they are in the church for. List them up for me. What are they in church for? You are the welfare man. You are in. Ah! That's why I said. They are in church for wedding. And. Protocol, you do well, yes? Ah, yeah. People are in church for socializing. Thank God. In America, you can go to church and get some tea to drink. That one I won't do here. Because we don't even have the time. But I'm not saying it's bad. Eh? I'm saying that, in fact, to socialize... Let's talk. And you know, you can get to the point, you see, where you will lose the focus on Jesus so strongly that everything else will be about, and I was sick, they didn't visit me, I have lost the church. Live. It could be. It could be an oversight. It could be. But why should you be so offended because nobody visited you? In fact, we are living in days and times that the Egypt in our time is serious. The work that people do, the people work day and night. They don't have time for their own children. So if they don't visit you, "Eh, I won't won't go to church. Be alive. Well, I know, amen. (laughs) Amen. Lord help me. Oh my God. I love you, Jesus. In the verse four she will read it. Listen to this version. I think it presents it nicely than in NKJV. What is happening? anti is for Mike.
1: For you gladly tolerate anyone who comes to you.
0: Take it one by one. For you gladly
1: tolerate anyone.
0: To relate, you accept anyone who comes to you.
1: And preaches a different Jesus.
0: You see, today many people are watching a lot of TV uh, 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 preachers. Pretty- just because, do you know that somebody like T.V. Joshua, a lot of people don't even know that he's not of God. People don't even know. Because it's a Jewish church. And people are doing this. And it's a size people. And you have people who have no knowledge of the word of God, who have no spirit of the living God, to be able to descend and to tell to such an extent that now they, they say, "What is wrong? After all, He mentions Jesus. Now here from this scripture, there are other Jesuses that people preach. He's not the only one. You have some in this country. Who become lion and goat and all rubbish. Can you compare my Jesus. Who died on the cross. Resurrected on the third day. Can you compare yourself to him. Who do you think you are. Wait until the day of judgment. This is how Jesus is God. Please I am begging you to study your. The day in which you leave, live, if you are thinking about church, church can't help anybody to go to heaven. Your knowledge in the word of God and your being filled with the Holy Ghost is what will make the difference in your own life. Everybody thinks that somebody must must tell themselves, Thank God that he has raised pastors. Thank God that he has raised good people to teach you. You know something by the grace of God, I think I'm a good person. But may I tell you that don't depend on me depend on Jesus Christ. It's becoming serious. Papa, it's all becoming serious. As I sit and as I reflect, as I look at what is going on, I say, Lord, if you don't save the very elect. Satan's aim is to shift you from this Jesus to another Jesus. Continue. Continue.
1: And preaches a different Jesus. Preaches not a the, different
0: Jesus. Not <laughs>
1: the Jesus. one we preached. Ha! Huh.
0: Can no. Apparently, now there are different Jesuses being preached, and people don't know. Different Jesuses being preached, and people don't know. I pray that God will give you understanding. That you may know the true Jesus and hold on to him and him alone. Hmm. Hey, I will see if I can help in this matter. The book of Deuteronomy, chapter 13. of Deuteronomy chapter 13 I don't mind you reading it from NKJV this time on the board or wherever um, do a quick reading up to about 12. Time will not allow me but I probably I'll come back on this my stage James come Deuteronomy chapter
1: 13 verse 1. If there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams and he gives you a sign or a wonder. And the sign or the wonder comes to pass, of which he spoke to you, saying, Let us go after other gods which you have not known, and let us serve them. You shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and hold fast to him. But that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death because he has spoken in order to turn you away from the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of bondage to entice you from the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk. So you shall put away the evil from your midst. If your brother, the son of your mother, your son, or your daughter, the wife of your bosom, or your friend who is, as your own soul, secretly entices you, saying, let us go and serve other gods. Wait, I need to say something here. You
0: think that you are the one who has every problem in the so somebody in the church will come and tell you that, Come, come, come. You know, here, they don't pray for this, though. Your marriage, that is happening. I know somebody there, a prophet, that I want to take you to. Who is the prophet, a marriage counselor? You see how foolish we become. Who? Somebody told somebody here in this church. He said, Who? Your husband, he's worrying you, eh? Come, I will show you, swear. When I take you, the man, he will love you properly. They thought it will never come out. Except that me, I, don't, I won't mind you. I know the person who will said it. If I'm led, I will tell you that, come, and why did you say this to such a person? When the person was telling me, you know, it was the spirit of the Lord, we were talking, and I said, L-l-l-l-l-l. then he said, hmm, pastor, hmm, somebody in this church told me this, that, 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 And then I said, who is that? He said, as for that one, I said, I know, I can tell you. But you see, I, let me tell you something. You are married. You are not correct in the marriage itself. You are not submissive. So there is a big problem already, and yet you are worried that your husband is not taking care of you. And somebody is also advising you. Your bosom friend is saying, "You know, I will take you somewhere so he will love you more." Is juju? Is juju? Is juju complete? Today there are many juju people in a cassock. You see this scripture. Time will not allow us. In summary, what he is saying is that if somebody takes you to a prophet or a dreamer, and what the person will say does not drive your heart to loving the living God, then it's a falsehood. Today, the so-called prophets in the whole of our country and in West Africa and everywhere in the world, do they preach to draw man's heart to Jesus? You have never asked yourself that question. You have never done that. Do you know that you are the one who is afraid of so-called prophets? Me, I'm not afraid. I can dare them. Do you know why? Because there's a scripture support. Go to Deuteronomy 18:20 20 to 22. We didn't finish. You put it down when you go you to do your homework. Can't get everything from me like that. Go and study yourself.
1: Hallelujah. Deuteronomy 18 from verse 20. But the prophet who presumes to speak a word in my name, uh-huh, which I have not commanded him to speak. Uh-huh. Or who speaks in the name of other gods, uh-huh. that prophet shall die.
0: Mm, they will die by all means. And if you say, No, wait, wait, this kind of death is not the one that we are all going to go no. This death is the second death where you burn in hell.
1: Okay. And if you say in your heart, how shall we know the word which the Lord has not it's a
0: reasonable something. Lord, if you are warning us not to listen to the false prophet, how would I know this is a false prophet or not a false prophet? It's a genuine question. Now go
1: ahead. When a prophet speaks in the name of the Lord, if the thing does not happen or come to pass, that is the thing which the Lord has not spoken. The prophet has spoken it presumptuously. Mm. You shall not be afraid of him. Hallelujah. Amen.
0: Listen, even if the prophet predicted anything came to pass, one sign of knowing that this message is from a, a, a prophet of God is that that message must end up glorifying Jesus. No, you didn't hear that. Did you hear that? Any prophetic message, now listen to me, any prophetic message that does not emphasize, you see, we have just read from the verse 13, telling you that, you know, if they bring you, they say this and that, this and that. Some of you, I mean, I I know there are people here who have suffered, even if they were looking for a job they would never get. Uh, they, they, they say that there's a job vacancy and the lineup is there. There is still plenty of room for them to be employed. You alone, as soon as you go there, the man says, I won't take you. You alone, everything that you touch breaks down. You alone, every, and then everybody sees, they say, You do a change yet. What is following you? You are all quiet. You know that they have told you all of this. It doesn't matter. It do- those things don't matter. This morning I heard Pastor Bimbo. He says that even on the job, when you, are, when you are standing for righteousness and sometimes as if you have been removed from the lucrative position and have been posted to where nobody knows you, you must accept it as God has the a mission for you. I love that statement. I tell you, I will give you one scripture and we will close. This sermon I haven't finished. We are just in the introduction. But, your appetite is good. This is enough. Hallelujah. Do you notice that the scripture say you dare him? You dare him. You can say, Papa, what you are talking. All of you, you are so afraid of all these young, young prophets announced, I've seen on the pictures, old men too have joined them. Because they don't have any money coming to and This is a better, another way of just getting a fax money. Because sometimes you see six line up on the, on the bayboard. And elderly men who already they are finished. And they go and sit down and listen to all kinds of rubbish. Satan's aim is to shift you from the true Jesus the scriptures have given to you it will take you days I must conclude by all means today but there is one more scripture I want it to be your guide I want you to be your fall in love with that scripture when you go home memorize it Because, there are too many 18 years. We want to hear a prophetic message. This is the reason why I want to give you a prophetic message. Revelations chapter 19, verse 10. That's the revelation. That is the prophetic message for you in conclusion of this message. And everybody will read that on the board for me. One. Two. Wow. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus. prophecy. What is that? Simple mind. What is that? We don't need to go to university to understand this. He's telling you that any prophetic message, so-called, must carry Jesus. And the emphasis must be on Him. John, in receiving the revelations and the angel, who brought the message to him? John was trembling. And John, and John wanted to bow to the angel because he didn't know that the angel said, Please, 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 I am a fellow servant like you are. Worship God only. But if it is about prophecy, the testimony of Jesus Christ is, is the prophecy itself. That's why the Bible says that in the last days. When he used to speak to our fathers through dreams and this and that, ah, in this last days has spoken to us through his son only. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Listen, I can never I can chat with you like this uh, till 6 p.m. All about Jesus. He is the prophecy. You need. If any preacher cannot preach to you. To let you see how you are backsliding from him. He is no preacher. If they can even supply your needs according to the riches they have. He is no preacher. Nothing is going to stand correct. For you and on your behalf on that day. Except Jesus, the man of Calvary. You have better known him. You have been in church for 36 years. You can sing hymns, songs. But you are the same. You need the man of Calvary. So many people have been in church and they are very confident that they are going to heaven. They are not going because they don't know the man of Calvary. He's one. He died. First of all, he was born by without a man. Virgin Mary. Crucified. Buried. Resurrected. Ascended. Many have taken on. His name. But they are not the same like Him. He is the only true God that the Father Himself endorses. His name is Jesus. You shall love Him. When you speak, He would hear. He is not dead. He is alive forevermore. God bless you. bow your heads with me I say a prayer before we leave and then we will just give thanks in some 5 minutes 10 minutes maybe you came to church and you realize that mm, I've been misled I don't know this Jesus that Osofo you are talking about I wonder true Jesus you are talking about I can lead you to him And he is ever ready to receive you just as you are. No matter where and no matter who, he will receive you. As we have all bowed our heads and closed our eyes, we say, Pastor, I want you to pray for me that I may know him and to receive him into my life. Wherever you are, if you lift your hands, I will see you and I will pray for you. You want this Jesus that I have preached him to you, wherever you are. He's ready to come to you. If you lift up your right hand, you will know him. You will serve him all the days of your life. I'm not going to be appealing for too long. Is there anyone who wants to say, I want this Jesus that you're talking about? Because many Jesuses are being preached but he's not the one. God bless you. If you want to lift it up, just lift it up. Don't be ashamed of anybody. God bless you over there. God bless you over there. Yeah? Is there anyone else? God bless you. Lift it up. Bold. Be bold. Don't be ashamed at all. Those of you with your hands, wave to me and let me see. And stand to your feet. Don't be ashamed. Just stand to your feet wherever you are. Just stand. God bless you. God bless you. Stand to your feet. God bless you. Just stand. 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 Just keep standing. Just keep standing. We are going to pray together right now. It is this Jesus that you need. Not other that Jesus that are being preached. That you are watching on the TV. And somebody is talking about. That man is not correct. And yet he is talking about that Jesus. No. It is this the real Jesus. Wherever you are. Okay. Those of you with your hands up. Just pray with me. Wherever you are. Just pray this prayer after me. With all of your heart. Open your mouth as well. Let's say this prayer together. My Lord Jesus, would you say, My Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. I thank you for narrowing down me. You are the one I need. Please look into my life. And forgive me all my sins. And this day I open my heart to you alone, King Jesus, come into my life and come and live in me. Thank you for receiving me. Help me to walk with you alone and to serve you aright all the days of my life. I thank you for hearing me in Jesus' name. Amen.